0: keep going. Do not give up on your content. Do not give up on your business and do not give up on your lurkers because they will step forward. You just got to keep going and refining. Hi, my name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show, where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. On today's episode of the Social Strategy Slayer, I want to talk to you guys about something that is really important and that I find so many people struggle with. And that is how do you actually call forward the leads in your audience that are lurkers? So, if you are new here, then I will explain what a lurker is for you. But those of you guys who have been, listening to Social Strategy Slayer or following me on social media or hearing me talk at events, you guys have heard me talk about the lurkers. And the lurkers are people in your audience who love what you do and watch almost everything you do, but they don't comment, they don't like, they don't ever, they won't be seen by you. And I want to let you know that if you're a multiple six-figure, you're a six-figure earner, and that's who this podcast is mostly for, then you will know that most people who step into your programs, they are not your number one raving fans on social media. Sometimes they call you and you're like, oh my gosh, I've literally never heard of you before. And there is psychology and several reasons behind this. But the one I want to dive into in this moment is that oftentimes your prospects don't necessarily want to be seen by you until they are ready to take action. So they know how it goes, especially if they're a sophisticated person. I recently joined a program, a group program, and I had been thinking about it for probably the last year. I heard um, my new coach on a podcast episode a year ago. I followed her on social media and everything she'd been saying had been landing with me On such a big level, but I wasn't ready to make that decision. I was in a different contract. I was still figuring my stuff out. I just wasn't necessarily ready in that moment. So I wasn't like commenting on every single one of her posts. I was liking them sometimes, like occasionally I would maybe comment, but I watched all her Instagram stories. I listened to her podcast. I watched her Instagram TVs. I was really paying attention because i was just getting a lot of value about what she was saying and also i wanted i was hearing what she was about i was listening to her philosophies and the way that she was thinking because for me that was really important when it came down to a buying decision i want to make sure i'm in alignment and that i'm not going to be coached into things that i don't want to do um and not like things that i have resistance against because i just want to make the distinction that there is a difference between having resistance and being uncomfortable with things that you're doing. And then there is a difference between being out of alignment, and sacrificing your morals and your values and your integrity. So I could tell over following her for a while, and just it it was the perfect timing for me at the perfect time. And I just sent her a DM and was like, Hey, you know, this is where I'm at, this is where I want to go. What do you think? And she asked, we went back and forth on DM. I applied for a suitability interview with her team and it was a great fit. And what I want to say about that is sometimes people aren't ready until they're ready. So understand that you could be saying the same thing over and over again for years. And this one person maybe followed you from the beginning is now ready to step in. Sometimes it's a timing issue on their end too. So this is why consistency matters so much when you're consistently showing up and refining your message, and getting better, and better, and better, those people who want to work with you, who've been hoping to work with you, will eventually step in, because they now see you, right? They're like, okay, like, this is what she's saying is, I've liked all along, and now I'm realizing I really want in. There's also the issue of timing in people's lives. I think we oftentimes, we, we are used to saying to people, oh, you're never going to be ready. And that's a story. But sometimes there's actually massive strength in someone's having a powerful no to you or you being a powerful no right now, because maybe you're about to have a baby, or maybe you're in a family crisis, or maybe you're overcommitted as it is. So If you're overcommitted as it is, you might want to simplify and ask yourself, okay, if this is something I want to do, what can I take off my plate to do it? Um, If that's a pattern, if that's something that you often say, then, you know, maybe there's some things to look at there, but some of those are legitimate, right? Like there are legitimate times in our lives when we cannot be adding things to our plates and your audience is the same. So that's okay. Don't take that personally. But here are some ways you can call forward some of the lurkers in your audience who might be ready to work with you, but are just really on the fence right now. Like, because that's how it goes. Like people, they watch you, maybe it's not the right time, but they're following. There are gonna be people who are watching your every move, but they're kind of on the fence. They're thinking about it. They maybe want to message you, but they don't wanna be seen by you yet. And here are some ways you can get them over that fence to join in with your services. So one of those things that you can do is, think about this. Think about what do you think is stopping those people? And you could even put up an Instagram story sticker or a post on your Facebook page, literally saying, hey, if you've been thinking about working with me, or if you've been wanting to work with me or join my group or, you know, come into my studio, whatever that is to you, and you haven't done it yet, I want to know the honest reason why and see what they say. Some people are going to say money. Some people are going to say timing. Some people are going to say just whatever they're going to say. Those are all things that you then look at and say, okay, now I'm going to go make some social media posts, some lives, some videos addressing these objections because those are objections that people are giving you. So that's great, right? The other thing you might want to do is you might wanna reach out to some of the people in the past who were lurkers, who you didn't really know them, but randomly they signed up for your program and ask them, what was the thing that actually had them step in with you? What was the final straw for them? Why did they say yes to you? What was going on in their life or their business that made them finally say yes to working with you? And that is marketing that you can lean into. And the other thing is you can make it easier for them to say yes to you. What does that look like on some level? So you can put up some Instagram story stickers um, or polls asking people, hey, you know, are you for me, you know, my who I work with is service based entrepreneurs. Are you a service based entrepreneur who's struggling to create leads through social media? Yes or no. Um, What do you find the most challenging thing? To be coming up with content, creating the time to make content. Like there are ways you can actually get some data from actually polling your social media. And then in there, you can ask them, What's the number one thing stopping you back from working with me? When you're asking that question, it can be personal. So you might want to leave it as a sticker. You might want to say, Hey, you can send me a DM and let me know. The other thing is if you have an email list, you can create a survey monkey and send it out to your email list, right? And you can just ask people like, hey, will you do me a favor? You can also have an entry to um, you know, a giveaway entry where you pick some random people who actually fill that out and you offer them a free session or better yet, maybe a book that they might want, you can mail it to them. But you wanna start getting some data. Because the way you're going to start to pull the lurkers forward that are available to be pulled forward at that moment is by understanding what's going on in their head in a deeper way. Because you might think you understand it, but there's always another level. There is always another level. And the more we are open to that and the more that we want to become more data-driven in our businesses, the better we are going to get. And let me tell you, I was so resistant to data. You guys have no idea. (laughs) Spreadsheets and data and all these things, like they really freaked me out oftentimes. And now these are things that I do on a regular basis. And data is something I look at on a regular basis because you gotta befriend data in your business. You have to. And so on social media, it's the same. And you might, you might be like, well, Jess, you're not giving me any social media strategies. Surveying your audience and understanding and giving them a forum, a place to share with you what's going on with them, directly, directly correlates to the kind of content that you should be creating on your social media pages. It has got to be an evolutionary process. You are gonna evolve. They are gonna evolve. You've gotta continue to meet them where they're at with your market and how they are sophisticating because your market is sophisticating. Your buyer is getting more and more um, educated. There is more competition. If you're a studio owner, you're now competing, not just with the local studios around you, but with Peloton. If you're a coach, you're not only competing with your other competitors, But now you're competing with things like masterclass or also the narrative that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on with the coaching industry right now, right? So there's a lot there and you want to understand and make sure that you know your market and what they actually want and what they don't want. And what is the thing that would make them say yes to you? What is the thing that would make them say yes to you? What kind of content do they want from you? Those are the things you need to look at in order to start calling the lurkers forward. The last and final thing I wanna say is that you might not be putting enough call to action posts or offer posts in your campaign. You might not be making offers to join whatever it is you are doing often enough. You might not be. Look at your social media pages. When was the last time you actually made an offer? is it very very clear when i go to your social media pages if i go to your instagram or your personal facebook page or your business facebook page or your linkedin page cuz those are the three types of social media pages that i'm covering right i on this podcast we talk about linkedin we talk about instagram we talk about facebook personal and facebook business pages okay so if i were to go look at those things would i know exactly who you work with and exactly the problem that you're solving for them like would I be able to off the top of my head think of think of three people who could use your services, right? And if the answer is you know Jess, no, that information isn't there, and you haven't made an offer to your audience in a week or two weeks or a month or ever, then that's where you got to start. You need to start putting your offer out there. I know there could be fear around. Well, you know, what if I say it wrong or what if no one steps forward that's great feedback it's all neutral data your social media posts are neutral data they're free i know they t- they cost time i get that time's valuable and if you ever wanted to get a message out there for your business even like 15 or 10 years ago or even 7 years ago you had to like pay money to have your ad place somewhere now you can just post Right? You can start posting. So I hope this helps. And I just wanna say keep going. Keep going. Do not give up on your content. Do not give up on your business. And do not give up on your lurkers because they will step forward. You just gotta keep going and refining. And I've been doing my business for three and a half years now. And I am just now feeling like I'm having some major breakthroughs around my program promise and all these things. And I know that for social media, it can take a long time for you to hit your stride, but you consistently showing up also calls forward your lurkers, even if your messaging isn't perfect. Because as long as you're consistently showing up and you're committed to getting better and better and better, then people are going to start to respond to you. You're going to get feedback. You're going to see what's working. You're going to be able to make these tweaks and changes, and you're going to be able to move forward from there. I am so proud of you and just by you listening to this episode, you are already on your way to being a social strategy slayer. The next step is taking more action. So after this podcast episode is over, take some action and send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what pieces of action you're going to take. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, before you go, I have something really awesome for you. I have a PDF download on all of the things you need to know about creating an Instagram bio that actually converts. I know that I personally love a visual. I love to download something and actually be able to see what are my action steps, how do I take that next step? Because a huge way that people lose money or lose the game on Instagram is by not having their bio ducks in a row. They don't know how to convert. Their their profile photo's off. Their username is off. Their name is not optimized for SEO. They don't have their bio constructed. They don't know where to put certain things like personal values. They don't know where to put things like what their call to action is. They're all messed up on Linktree. They don't know these things. And you need to have your bio in order for you to be able to convert on Instagram. You do. It's the number one thing I tell people when I'm on my audits with them. I go through their bio and I basically tear it to shreds. And it's all out of love and it's something you can rinse and repeat. You can use this download anytime you want. But click down to the show notes and click over and download this PDF because it is going to help you keep it in your resource file. Make sure you take action on it today because this is something that up until now I've only taught in my courses, my programs, my VIP days. And still, I I, I do tell people how to do this for their personal brand on those sessions, but you now have a PDF downloadable guide that cuts right to the chase. How do I create an Instagram bio that converts? I got you. Head to the show notes and take action on it today save it in your files. Make sure that you save it, you rinse and repeat it. You can use it anytime you want. So I hope you head down to the show notes. You click that and you download your guide to creating an Instagram bio that converts. It'll take you maybe 15 minutes to update. It will take you no time at all. And it'll help you actually create leads from your Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, someone that you know really could use it. And don't forget to download that guide. All right. Sending you all my love and I'll see you next week.